Yo, what is going on? Welcome back to the 3ND pod with Griffin McEwen. Uh, I'm Griffin McEwen, and uh, let's get started here. Um, so, I just wanted to dive right into the finals. Um, Suns versus Bucks, obviously. Last time I made the, a pod, um, there, there was no finals because I was at my cottage for 17 days, so you wouldn't. I couldn't get any pods out there. Um, so Suns first Bucks. Um, obviously you guys have heard me say Bucks since the start of the year. Um, yeah, I've been saying Bucks since the start of the year. I like it's just like the. Bucks to me just have had so much pressure on them the last couple years, and this year they kind of just accepted that they're going to be like a second round exit. So that just um, took the pressure off them to get to the finals and to uh, be up 3 2 in the finals. Um, the addition of Drew Holiday is big. Uh, the addition of Bobby Portis, right? Bobby Portis wasn't there last year. Um, I don't think so. But, uh, yeah. Like, I think the Suns, um, like, had a crazy good season to even get to this point. Um, Bobby Portis was... Yeah, he was not on Milwaukee last year. So, the addition of Bobby Portis, the addition of Drew Holiday, um... You know, really helped, really helped the uh, Bucks to this point. And as I said, the Suns really, um, the Suns like had a really impressive season to get here. Um, I think the Suns will win Game Six. Give me the Bucks in seven. Uh, yeah, I just I feel like the Suns can squeeze one more game, but the Bucks just are the better team. Um, overall, like, I, I don't want to see Chris Paul not get this ring, because he really deserves it, um, but so does Giannis, man, that's, that's the whole thing that, the knock on Giannis is that he doesn't have a ring, but, uh, if he can get it this year, then that would be great, um, that would really solidify him as, like, a, like, I know that he's already a superstar, but, like, that would solidify himself as, a top five player in the league. Like, really good. Um, yeah, I think that if uh, players like Bobby Portis, players like Jay Crowder uh, have big games, that's usually the team that wins. Um, or the, the Bucks big three shows out, whatever, or the Suns big three shows out. Um, and like... I just feel like, you know, the Suns to get here had to, you know, they brought in, uh, you know, they brought in Jay Crowder, um, they brought in Campaign, which is a, which is a great, great deal, uh, he, you know, he had that 29 point game against the Clippers, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, I think it was against the Clippers. It may have been game one. 
against the uh, the box, but um, yeah, I mean, like just to get him like midway through the season. Oh wait, he was there last year, huh? Just to, like get get him in the playoffs to come show out, um, which is just great. It was just amazing. Um, yeah. So if we go by. Um, yeah, we can see that, uh, um, one season, um, he dialed up, anyways, it doesn't really matter, um, he had 29 points in one game, um, it was a uh, game six, or uh, yeah, against LA. Oh, it was game one versus LA. Yeah, game one versus LA. Okay. Um. Yeah. So, like, that was just a great transition for them, and just to get CP and get to this point, uh, you know, so like solidified Devin Booker as not just an empty stats guy, but a real good player um yeah i mean great for both these teams but i just feel like uh the box are the better team and they'll win in seven um that's just what i feel though okay so can move on to uh so in this episode i want to do a mock draft I want to talk about some trade ideas. Okay, let's talk about Team USA real quick. So, I'm from Canada. And obviously, Canada didn't even qualify for the tournament after losing in the, like, qualifying game to Czech. Tomas Sadoransky hit a game winner. Um, I'm kind of mad about that, but, uh, like the, yeah, um, Team USA, man. So, Team USA, I knew that they weren't going to be as good this year just due to the, um, like, pure dominance of player uh, talent. But, you know, they have no chemistry, man. Like, every other team uh, has chemistry. You know, they go out there with they practice. But this is just a whole bunch of, like, crazy good players that you're expecting to go out there and uh like too many egos you can't put that many egos out there and expect them to win you just can't um and like yeah i don't know i just like you can't you just can't expect that that many egos out there um but uh yeah it's just too too much um uh, Bradley Beal had COVID and he will not be going um, to Tokyo. Kevin Love opted out to work on his game or to rehab, I believe. Um, and they brought in JaVale McGee and they brought in Calvin Johnson. Now, I don't think the JaVale McGee picks as bad as people think. Uh, Kelvin Johnson, good player, uh, better player than Kevin Love at this point. 
So he's a good good pick, was doing really good for the select team. Um, now, JaVale McGee, it's kind of, was people were kind of shocked to see ja- JaVale McGee get signed when you could have guys like Lamelo, Trey, Zion, uh, you know, like even like 80. Um, but, uh, man, they lacked size. They had Bam and they had Kevin Love. And I had Draymond. Now, Draymond is 6'6". Six, six. Kevin Love is 6'8". Bam is 6'9". Um, he didn't actually have real big size. So, I think um, Benjamin McGee will probably help them more than Bradley Beal did. They have scoring. They don't need scoring. They need a guy who can go in the post and block a shot and get a rebound. So, I think... Um, if they could have JaVale McGee other than Bradley Beal, that will help the team. Um, Zach Levine can slide into the Bradley Beal role. And, um, yeah, I, I think that, that they have enough scoring that Bradley Beal wasn't really needed, you know? Uh, they need some defense. Kelvin Johnson has that. JaVale McGee has that. They need some bigs. Uh, you know, JaVale McGee is a big guy. He's a seven-foot uh, rebound block like traditional big man. So um, I think they'll be a better team with JaVale McGee and Kelvin Johnson than they were with Bradley Beal and Kevin Love. So I just wanted to touch on that. Um, I think the only I think they'll still win gold. <coughs> Excuse me. I think they'll still win gold, but um, Slovenia will be a challenge. Um, I think, like, Australia could, <coughs> excuse me, could give them a fight. Um, but, yeah, I think it's going to be, they're still going to win gold. Okay, so I just wanted to touch on some trade ideas for um, Ben Simmons, Damian Lillard, some Kemba Walker ideas, Christoph Porzingis, uh, you know, the top guys on the market um, right now. So, let's start with some Ben Simmons deals. Okay, so, um, I feel like um, my, my number one place for them I, that I really like for them is um, is the Minnesota Timberwolves. I think he could really go to Minnesota and actually very much help them. Um, you know, he could he could go there alongside Cat. I think he's the perfect for um, alongside Cat. Okay, so the deal would be D'Lo. Um, so it would be D'Lo for Ben Simmons, straight up. D'Lo and a Kogi, maybe? Yeah, yeah, let's go with that. Let's go D'Lo and Josh Akogi, um for Ben Simmons. Now, I don't know how they would put their lineup at this point. Now, I think the most reasonable would be maybe to sign a point guard, Reggie Jackson, maybe even Lonzo. 
But um, I think they could go if they don't do that. I think it could be a Ricky Rubio, Malik Beasley, Anthony Edwards, Ben Simmons, and Cat. I think that I like that the most. They could go sign a point guard. I think Ben Simmons should play the four and not the one. But uh, yeah, I just I feel like that that should be correct. That's what should what be what they're going for. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I think that could get them into the playoffs. I I don't really think the will fix this team. This thing. Um, I think on the Sixers, he would be amazing. You know, shooting and all that. But, uh, I, yeah, so Josh Okoge, D'Lo for Ben Simmons is my favorite offer. Now, another team I could see him going to is Golden State. Um, so you would put Wiseman, Wiggins. Do you give both of them up for Simmons? Maybe Wiggins. Yeah, Wiggins, Wiseman, and uh, straight up for Ben Simmons. I think that should be fair, maybe. Maybe Wiggins is in a first. No, let's go Wiggins and seven for Simmons. Wiggins, seven and four. (laughs) Wiggins, seven and 14 for Ben Simmons. Let's go with that. I like that. Um... I think that that will help them get to a point where they can run Steph, Clay, um, Simmons, Draymond, Wiseman. Yeah, I like that lineup. I think they could get into the playoffs with that. Or they could definitely uh, be in contention with that. Kelly Oubre off the bench, Jordan Poole off the bench, Damian Lee off the bench, uh, Nico Mannion might be able to get some minutes off the bench. Um, what Descano Anderson, Michael Mulder. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Kevin Kevin Looney. Um yeah. I think that's my second favorite deal. And I'll 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 put one more hypothetical deal out there for you guys. Uh we'll go Indiana. I like um this too. So let's go Malcolm Brogdon. Um Malcolm Brogdon and maybe uh ooh this is interesting let's go Malcolm Brogdon TJ Warren and a first Malcolm Brogdon TJ Warren or Malcolm I don't know if you put 13 in there Uh, yeah throw 13 in there Malcolm, TJ, and 13, I think, is the most return that they're going to get from any team. Like, Malcolm Brogdon is a great player. Um, TJ Warren is a great player. And they're both decently young, uh, 28-27. But they're in contention right now for the Sixers. TJ Warren could provide some scoring. Malcolm Brogdon could uh, take over Ben Simmons' role as the one guard with some shooting in him, too. Um, and they get 13. They added Josh Dini, uh, a Moses Moody, a James Booknight. I really like that. Um, even like a Corey Kisper. So, yeah. 
Give me, give me that deal. Um, which one do I think the Sixers will accept? I think it would be the last one to the Pacers. This is not my favorite fit, but it's the, definitely the best offer that they're going to get. So, yeah. Um, let's move on to some Damian Lillard ideas. Ooh, so this is more interesting. Because the obvious choice here would be to go to the Knicks. Now that's the like front runner place. Now. It would be a deal that would involve R.J. Barrett, um, Obi Toppin, Mitchell Robinson. Uh, they got a oh Emmanuel quickly. Ooh, I don't know. Uh, it would have to be Barrett Toppin quickly. <laughs> I think would be their deal. Um. So they get a quickly who's solidified himself as a good player after his rookie year. Uh, Toppin is a good potential guy, but he's not he's not there yet. And then Barrett, who's a potential or who who's a very good player and young with higher potential. I think he has a ceiling of like a. Uh, mm, like maybe a DeMar DeRozan type player. Um, ceiling. Yeah, I think that's fair for him. Ceiling DeMar DeRozan. Or like a ceiling of a like prime Victor Oladipo. I, I like that. Yeah. Um, if he could get to that point. Now. Um, this would mean that the Blazers would be going into rebuild mode. They got a 22-year-old player, a 23-year-old player, and a 21-year-old player. They would also get two first-round picks, so they so they would probably get 19. Uh, Knicks can keep 21, maybe their 2022 pick, 2023 pick, and 2024 swap, 2025 swap. I think that's fair for Dave. To the next. Now, Dame would be going to a big market, which would be crazy um, intake for Dame and the Garden that would get the NBA some money. So I think the NBA would like that deal. Another team that I could see getting him is Boston. Um, Boston could give up, oh, Jalen Brown, um, Romeo Langford, Aaron Neesmith, Peyton Pritchard would be the deal. Um, the thing that I like more about Boston than New York is New York would have to be giving up their whole team. Or, like, it would be Randall, Lillard, Robinson. Now they're giving up RJ, they're giving up Toppin, they're giving up Quickly. That's some of your, their key players, so they would not have much depth. Now, the Celtics, on the other hand, would still have some depth if they gave up Brown, Langford, uh... Smith and Pritchard. Um, they're... Oh, they traded their first round pick. Um, so they would give up their first round pick next year, unprotected. Their 2023 first round pick, unprotected. 2024 swap, 2025 swap, maybe. Um, and, and the Blazers get a solidified 
all-star Jalen Brown who they can put in front of their fans and say, look who we got in return for Damian Lillard. And then Jalen Brown, he's a great player. Um, they also get Peyton Pritchard, 23-year-old uh, quick point guard. would be good. Um, Aaron Nismith, a, a sharpshooter, 21 years old. And Romeo Langford, another two-guard, uh, you know, unproven, 21 years old. Now, I think that uh, that could get them... Yeah, that... that so they would have on their team they would have Tatum, Lillard, um, they would have Al Horford, Moses Brown, they would have Rob Williams, Tristan Thompson, Marcus Smart, Evan Fournier. That's that's a top five seed in the East. Um, that's a great team. Now I don't know about the Dame Tatum fit because they're both heavy ISO ball in their hand guys. But um, I think that it, they could make it work with that kind of star power. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I like that. We'll do one more team that I like is the 76ers, man. So let's go Lillard for Simmons. So Simmons would be heading to uh, the Blazers. You could also think of this as a Ben Simmons trade or Damian Lillard trade, whatever. Um, so it would be Simmons. It would be Maxi. It would be Thibel. And it would be their first round pick. Their first round pick next year. And maybe their 2023 swap. Um, yeah, and a couple swaps. I think that's a great return for... For... Uh, for the Blazers, for Damian Lillard, they get, uh, you know, they get Ben Simmons, another dude just like Jalen Brown that you can stick in front of the fan base. Um, that's what the Knicks also don't have. You stick RJ, it's like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Matisse is a great uh, defender, and they also get uh, Tyrese Maxey, who's a 20-year-old point guard who had a very amazing, uh, had a very good rookie year. A very impressive rookie year. Matisse, 24. Sibbids, 25. I believe he just turned 25. It says here that he's 24 in basketball records, but I believe he just turned 25. And uh, I think if the Blazers were to get one of those offers, I think they would accept the Sixers one. So, yeah, those are some little trades. That I could have off the top of my head. Um, we'll talk about one more player. Um, so let's look at some Christoph Rosegas trades. Yeah, I know I did that on the last pod. Yeah, yeah. I'll just talk about some trades I like. So I saw this one trade. If the Rockets could get Marvin Bagley um, for Christian Wood. Here they Martin Bagley and Jemias Ramsey and number nine pick for Christian Wood. Which I think um, Christian Wood is... How old is Christian Wood? He is 25 years old. Um, which I guess like fits their timeline. Um, but 
you know, I think if Marvin Bagley could be the one option on this team, he could actually solidify uh, his career. Or he could, like, really rejuvenate his career on this team as, like, a great player. He is 20... Why does it not say how old he is? Anyways, he is um, 21 years old. So, you would get four years younger with a guy, a very talented guy, second, for, second overall pick in 2018 for a reason. You could get him, and you could get Jemias Ramsey, who was a second-round pick last year. He could be a decent player for you. Um, but it's all about Marvin Megan, you know, if he could, um, like, rejuvenate his career in uh, Houston, then that would be amazing. And then... The Kings get um, Christian Wood to make a playoff push. They would have Fox. They would have Heald, Wood, uh, Halliburton, Barnes, uh, Terrence Davis. Uh, yeah. Dawn, right? I think that that could get them into an eight seed for sure. And, uh, yeah, I really like that trade. Um I don't know if any other trades that I love. Um, Pelicans could also go after Dame. We'll just take a look at that. Uh, they could offer someone like Stephen Adams to make the money work. Ooh, no, it'd be Ingram. Uh, Hayes Lewis. Ingram, Hayes, Lewis, for Ingram, Hayes, Lewis, the 10th pick, and their next for next round, next year's first round pick, their 2023-2024 swaps. Ooh, I like that. I kind of like Ingram on the Blazers for his own team, to have his own team. Um, ooh, yeah, I like that one, too. Um. So you could think about those offers. Um, and now CJ McCollum. I'm not going to go into depth for what players would be there for CJ McCollum. But I like Dallas going after CJ McCollum. I like Memphis going after CJ McCollum. I like um, Philly. I like... Mm, Atlanta? No, I like Denver, not Atlanta. I like Denver for him. I also like a deal that uh, could be send Lillard to Denver. The only thing is that's a division rival. I don't know if that would happen. Anyways. Yeah, so those are just some trade ideas for the top players on the, um, on the market this year. So, um, one last thing I'm going to do is a... Let's do a mock draft. Now, um, let me just pull up this mock draft for this MA mock draft simulator, and I'm going to do a mock draft for you guys. Um, yeah, so just give me one moment to pull this up. So, we'll do, um, 
I'll do a full first round mock for you guys. Uh, we'll go ESPN's order. All right, here we go. Here we go. Number one pick. The so I'm a big draft guy. I know all about the draft. I'm really interested in it. So uh, you could kind of trust me all this stuff. I know about this stuff. Um, number one pick the. Detroit Pistons. I'm going to have them go Kate Cunningham. It's the only pick. You know, I would give them a 99.9% chance that they take Cade. Um, and if they don't, they're like, that's just such a mess. Um, I'm not even going to talk about that pick too much. At two here, I'm going to go for the Houston Rockets. I like Jalen Green a little bit more. Alright, for this draft, I'm going to say who I think they should take, not who I think they will take. Just because I think, um, like, I'm just going to say what what I think they should do. So, I think Houston should go Jalen Green here. Um, He is a, like, the second best player in this class. He's a crazy good scorer. He has, like... So, such good, great potential. Um, he could be a top 10 player in this league. Now, I think Young Green to Houston is a great fit um, they could have for the future. They could run out there with a... Mm, I Because you know, they have KPJ... So they would have KPJ, Green, um, and then they could, I kind of forget what their team looks like, honestly. It's mostly going to be draft guys. Um, yeah, like, I, I don't know. I just feel like that's a great fit for potential. You fits the timeline. Um, and at number three, I'm going to go with the Cavs selecting Evan Mobley, center out of USC. I think if he falls to the Cavs at three, they have to take him, let Jared Allen walk into agency, or you could try to make that work. I think letting Jared Allen go would just be the easiest. Give Evan Mobley the keys to the to the, like to the center role. Um, Colin Sexton, you could trade out of there for to New York to a lot of places. Um, you could get like a decent return in some young guys. And kind of have Evan Mobley be the star of the team. Not in his first year. You could give that to Darius Garland. Um, yeah, but I think Mobley and Garland will kind of be like the future of the team. Now, I think at four, this is a no-brainer pick. He's just the only right player. Um, I have him as my number three player in the draft. Jalen Suggs out of Gonzaga. Um, he fits the team. Kyle Lowry leaving. You could run us. I'm, I'm a Raz fan, so I really like this pick, but um, let's go. You could run a Suggs. Van Vliet, OG, uh, Pascal, and a um, then you could also put a hmm, no, I think I like this better, so put a Suggs, Van Vliet, Trent, OG, 
Pascal. I think I like that. A little bit small ball, but they they ran it before um, with Kyle Lowry um, instead of Suggs last season. They did a lot of that. So uh, after they traded for Trent. Um, at number five, it's another no-brainer in every single mock. It's Kuminga to the Magic. It's a great fit. They're a young, they're a very young team who he just fits their timeline. Um, super high potential guy. I really like his game. Um, and I think he really fits the Magic there at, at five. They don't need guards. They have Hampton, uh, Markel, Anthony. Like, they have a lot of guards. They don't need another one. And I think that that like forward, power forward, small forward type guy would really help them. Um, and he could eventually like be the star of the team if they could have him at the three Isaac at the four that's an offensive threat a defensive threat and two defensive threats <laughs> um but yeah I think another no-brainer pick here at six is Scotty Barnes to the Thunder uh, I see that in every single mock I look at it's just a he's just the sixth best so there's the top five and then the bottom seven and Scotty Barnes is kind of in that tier two of his own um like, there's Tier 1, just top five guys. It's the Cades, the Jalens, the two Jalens, the Cade, Mobley, and Suggs. And then there's a tier below, and that is, um, that it, oh, sorry, Kuminga, not Suggs. Um, and then that is Scotty Barnes. And then there's, a, like, Tier 2B, which is all these guys I'm about to name. Now, seven, um. I think, yeah, I just think Barnes fits that team very nicely. Um, you know, he, he's like a Draymond Green with better shooting potential, better scoring potential. And I think that's a great player for the Thunder to have that won't, like, he just can slide in and be the player they need him to be. Now, seven, I think the Warriors, another no-brainer pick here. They go with Davion Mitchell. Um, Davion Mitchell could back up Steph. He provides great defense um, at that backup one. He does not need the ball in his hands, and he can. he's an experienced college player that could help them win immediately. Now, this is where it gets interesting. This is where it starts getting mixed up. I think that at eight, the Magic should go with Keon Johnson out of Orlando or out of um, Tennessee. Now, Keon Johnson is a um, you know very he's a shooting guard with a lot of bounce. Uh, he just recorded the highest vertical in combine history. Um, He's not a great shooter, but he he can he has high upside um, as a scorer and a defender. That uh, I think that the the if he fits the magic, he fits the magic very well. This is my favorite pick of the whole draft and my favorite player in the whole draft. Give me Jalen Johnson to the Sacramento Kings. I love this pick. I think that he could be. Um, like, he he has that kind of scoring potential that he could really be um, good for the Kings, and he could 
eventually take that Harrison Barnes role. Um, as like that scorer. Um, next pick, 10 to the Pelicans. I like to pick a lot. Give me Corey Kispert. Um, I think that he just provides three-point shooting to a team that doesn't have much. He's an experienced four-year college player that could help them immediately, um, try to help them get into the playoffs. Um, I really like that pick for them. At 11 for the Hornets, I like this pick a lot. It might be a little bit of a reach. Give me Alperen Sangoon out. Ooh, where's he out of? Ooh, I... Uh, Alperen Sangoon out of... Turkey. Yeah, yeah, Turkey. Oh, I don't know how I didn't remember that. Um, yeah, so give me Alperen Sangoon out of Turkey for them. Uh, he's a center. They need big guys. And I really like his game as like a, a scoring, passing big man that could like, has, I think he has a bonus potential. And he might be my second favorite player in the draft behind Jalen Johnson. Um, yeah, I really like, I really like Sangoon to the Charlotte. I think it might be a little bit of a reach, but uh, with the potential he has, I think that Charlotte could take in there. Um, at 12 for San Antonio, I like James Booth tonight um, as a little bit of a steal, honestly. He has three-point shooting, scoring. He is an amazing scorer. He's not the greatest defender, but uh, you know, the Spurs have a lot of defense with DeJounte. They have Devin Vassell. They have uh, DeMar, who's a decent defender. They have Kelton Johnson. They have a lot of defense that I think that um, they could like they could benefit from a James Booth Knight to score the ball for them. Um, that's kind of what they lack is scoring. They have defense. They have chemistry. They just need some, like, take the ball in late situation and, and get a bucket. And I think Booth Knight has the potential to be that guy for them. 13 to the Pacers. I love this pick. Give me Josh Giddy. Um, he could, um, you know, if Malcolm Brogdon leaves, if they could trade him for Ben Simmons, he could slide right into the starting point guard role. Or he could back somebody up for a year and get in there. The next season, he has great potential out of Australia. Um, he, yeah, he's like a great playmaker. Um, he's, he's an amazing prospect, and I think that he could really help them out. Um, let's go. The next pick at 14 to the Warriors. I think that... Um, 14 to the Warriors. I think I'm going to go Moses Moody. He's a, a scoring shooting guard who could really help them. Um, you know, he could provide scoring for them. And I think that... He, um, off the bench, yeah, off the bench, he could just be a spark off the bench. And I think that that could really er, help out the Warriors in the long run. So let's go, um, okay, so let's go here with, uh, 15, oh my god. I don't know. I just lost my train of thought. Um, so uh, since we're out of the lottery, I'm going to go a little bit quicker for these next picks. 
Um, I'm just gonna, you know, maybe stay a couple with them. So 15 to the Wizards. I'm going to go Sharif Cooper. Um, he could take over Ish Smith's role as the backup one, and then once the rest is done, he could take that starting one spot. And he, I, I really like his game. I think he's really underrated. I think he could be an amazing scorer in this league and a, a good playmaker. Um, 16. I'm gonna have the Thunder go to. I'm gonna have them take um, at 16. I'm gonna have the Thunder go with um, Trey Murphy, a 6-8, um, you know, big long shooting guard out of Virginia. He could really help the um, the Thunder score and defend. Um, 17. I'm gonna speed this up a little bit. 17. I'll go Kai Jones. To Memphis as a out of Texas as a 6'10 power forward center who could these guys or he could just help them in uh, scenarios he could help them make a playoff push. Zyra Williams uh, will go 18 to the Thunder. I love this pick. Zyra Williams is my third favorite player in the class behind Johnson, behind Sangoon. I love Zyra Williams and I think. Um, He's kind of like Jalen Johnson in a way, where he can just... He he has big scoring potential. I think they both have Jason Tatum-esque potential. So I think the Thunder is perfect fit for him. Um, Jared Butler will go 19 to the Knicks as a um, defensive guard who could just help them out. Um, Franz Wagner falls to 20 for the Hawks. He's supposed to go... He'll probably go around... The 7 to 10 range, um, just how this mock worked out. He fell down to 20 for the Hawks, and they just kind of have to take him there. Um, Isaiah Jackson goes 21 to the Knicks. He is a big man who could, he was very raw, but I think he could turn into a good player for the Knicks in the long run. Uh, I'll go Trey Mann, 22 to the Lakers. I kind of like your Butler to the Lakers. But since he's already off the board for the Knicks, I'll have the Lakers go Trey Mann. Um, he's a good scorer. He could be a spark plug off the bench. 23 and 24 are both the Rockets. And I'll have them go Chris Duarte at 23. Um, he's a 6'6 shooting guard. He's a great shooter um, like from deep. And uh, I think he, he could be a good 3 and D guy in this league. And Jaden Springer, a 6'4 point guard who has great scoring potential. Um, a little bit raw, but I think he fits the Rockets' timeline very well. 25, I'll go the Clippers get, uh, can go Usman Garuba. Um, he's a power forward out of Spain. Um, I think all these guys at these picks, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, and 30, will just help these teams when they need help um, in, in their respective roles and they won't have big roles but but they'll have big enough roles to um to help out so i'll go usman group at 25 to la cam thomas will go 26 to the nuggets as a three-point shooter off the bench uh Daron sharp uh rim runner for the 
for the North Carolina, we'll go to the Brooklyn Nets. Um, JT Thor, I think, uh, power forward, small forward, um, will go to Philly at 28. Um, and I think he can't, he won't help them right now, but in the long run, he'll be a good player for them. Uh, Charles Bassey will go 29 to um, the Suns. I like Daron Sharp to the Suns, but once he's off the board, I think Charles Bassey has big rebounding potential in this league. And then Joshua Primo will go number 30 to the Utah Jazz as a um, potential scorer off the bench. So that is my mock draft. Um, Let me know what you think. And... uh, I will see you on the next pod. Thanks for listening, and uh, bye.